0: Welcome to another episode of Behind the Grind. Joining us today is UFC coach Mark Henry. How's it going, Mark?
1: Good. How you doing, my friend?
0: Not too bad. So to start off the show, can you tell us a little bit about how you started coaching? Coaching, my, my son was wrestling. And uh, he was wrestling with my sister there. And uh, was
1: Frankie's coach coming up when it was in eighth grade. And I always helped him, you know, a really good friend of his, and helped him throughout his collegiate career with uh, wrestling also. And uh, my son was wrestling through um, class. We would also help out the kids in classes and, and they get tips and stuff. And uh, Steve had asked me to past Ricky, which I declined at the time because I just wanted to watch uh, my son wrestle. Was, um, Steve's place was, uh, uh, you know, one of the best places on the East Coast, and. Uh, most everybody's ranked, the so I just wanted to—I wanted to watch and, uh, you know, and make sure he was okay because his weight class was pretty stacked.
0: So I hear you have a bo- uh, background in boxing. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: He was the, the coach of the U.S. Olympic team. And I knew that it was a uh, Bell Army had an amazing boxing program where they competed all year round um, regularly and, you know, been fought against every country. And, uh, you know, so I wanted to be part of that, you know, which, uh, you know, I was blessed I was able to be.
0: That's awesome. I know boxing is not an easy sport since I actually trained myself. So, uh, can you name some of the fighters you actually coach? Sorry, what's that, buddy? Can you name some of the co- uh, the fighters you actually coach? Um,
1: uh, boxing? No, I, I well, I really didn't buy, do anybody boxing. One guy, I had one guy, I put him in the gloves, he wound up winning Max Bohannon, um, was basically the only guy that did with boxing. I started out with Frankie, was pretty much my first guy that I ever trained. Uh, you know, I never really held patch for anybody. Frankie was kind of my first guy, so, um, you know, I really didn't know too much about MMA at all. I just really knew about boxing. I used to change the channels and, you know, see it a couple times, but I used to see ground, so I would always change the channels. I didn't understand, you know, guys on the other ground. It seemed pretty boring to me until, you know, I learned watching Ricardo Made and seeing, you know, how cool it could be. Wow, this guy's close to a beauty, this guy's close to a rear naked choke, and until you understand it more. So, uh and that's when I you know, started to learn more about MMA. And also when Frankie, won, I'm losing to, uh, Greg, you know, I got a little scheme that they wanted to learn more and, and understanding more to help them
0: out. Right on. So <laughs> what I meant for that, uh, last paragraph there, uh, do you, what, co- uh, what fighters do you actually coach in MMA? Uh, got no, yeah,
1: a lot of great people. There's a lot of them are, are doing amazing, you know, they really push each other all right, um, Girls were even stacked. We have uh, 115 Claudia Gudara. We have two um, of who's close to a title fight at 125. It's Jared Eubanks. He's fighting in a couple weeks in Mexico. Who's ranked? And then 135ers. Uh, when you see we have a uh, Valens. he's uh, fought uh, PSL, ACB. He's, he's an amazing fighter. He should be in the UFC. I believe he's one of the top two in the world right now. Saeed Nurgamagamadov, he's um, a 135er. I believe he's right right now in the UFC. Uh, we have uh, Frankie Edgar, do 135er. I don't know if anybody knows that guy, 135. <laughs> and uh, Marlon Marias, who just won for the title at 35. At uh, 145, we have Zabit. Magomed Sharipov, we have his brother. At 155, son At um, 155, Eddie Alvarez just about everybody that was a champion in every organization. Um, Corey Anderson, who's uh, ranked, uh, he was eight or ranked five, I don't know where he's at now, he's about to fight. Um, uh, Johnny Walker in uh, New York, Madison Square Garden. Um, Ramazan, uh, who was just in the, uh, he was just in the, uh, Tender Series of one, I believe he's 6 now. right now um who's really good he's ACB ACB chance we got, we got a few guys I might be forgetting some now but you know we
0: have a lot of, a lot of really good guys <laughs> just a few <laughs> so uh do you actually work full time aside from coaching
1: no but I have a um I have a pizza in in fact that's why I'm a little late on the call today I'm also uh, uh, building uh, i bought a building and, and uh i don't up making it and, and, uh, turn, and turning it into another pizzeria so uh i'll train somewhere in the morning go to my pizzeria and come back train some more guys you know this morning was at sparring so uh, that's pretty much how it works
0: you got a busy schedule there coach <laughs> what would what would you say the most difficult thing about being a coach would be and what would you say is the best thing
1: being a coach definitely the number one is is when someone loses you know seeing their kid cry or seeing their wife upset you know it's really hard and you start to blame yourself a little bit so that's uh definitely the toughest thing and and, you know I I feel that those the wins are great but the losses feel so much worse than the wins so uh you know that's the only thing that that and you just, you know, on the plane coming back from Philippines or Japan or somewhere or Brazil and saying, should have called this, should have called that move, should have called this move. So, uh, that's probably a tough spot.
0: How do you feel watching a fighter that you've trained for so long fight in the octagon? Um,
1: how do I feel? Oh, it's awesome. You know, like, I can't compete anymore. I'm, I'm up there at age of 51, so... You know, the, the biggest thing with me is I love to compete. Um, you know, and I, I can't anymore. So it's awesome It's kind of like a PCU is in there that can compete. And you know, it's, it's it's amazing too when you uh, you know, when you're walking, you know, for twenty thousand or sixty thousand or fifteen thousand people, and you know, it's a totally different sport. You know, so you know, the other person who wants to take you out. They want, you know, you've been walking. Everybody thinks it's about that fight, but it's you know, it's two to three months of game planning and watching film and and doing countless rounds of sparring and, and uh, going through sparring and you know so on and so forth. The blood, the sweat, the tears are good days is a bad day, So it's it's a you know it's a lot more goes goes into it than just that night. So you know at, at that one night that it all comes to fruition. You know there's a, there's a lot that. you know it's
0: important can you tell us a little bit about your family or any of your kids into boxing or mma oh, i'm sorry what's that buddy can you tell us a little bit about your family uh are are any of them into boxing or mma yeah
1: my son does jiu-jitsu my my daughter selena she did jujitsu. my son did jiu-jitsu at a young age a he wanted to fight badly but i wouldn't let him i didn't want him Amazing family, I have an amazing God and Jesus that we all follow, and takes our, you know, watches after us. So you know, there's nothing I can complain about. But you know, beyond blessed with the fighters that I have, that you know, I don't know why they picked me, but they picked me and let (laughs) me sit in the back seat and watch them do their
0: thing. Right on. In your eyes, what would you say the most memorable moment of your coaching career would be so far?
1: Um, will probably be Frankie when he beats Sean Stark. Was probably my best moment. he was, um, you know, at that time, Short Shirt was supposed to be just a stepping stone for Frankie. You know, he was just supposed to blow Frankie and fight for the title again. And, uh, you know, it was supposed to be a foregone conclusion. And, but for us, you know, it was, you know, does Frankie belong or does he not belong? Does he get? because we knew, you know, that, you know, you just can't wrestle everybody like guy like great Major, you know, you're going to need to yeah. do everything. So mm-hmm. it was kind of the day
0: that, you know, he became a, an amazing mixed martial artist and knew he was going to be a legend and one of the best. So that's uh, probably my favorite movie. As always, where can we find you on social media? And is there anyone you would like to give a quick shout-out to? The stage is all yours, Coach. Um,
1: just Jesus for just uh, putting the people around me that he has. And uh, you know, with fighters, uh, who just uh, you know, I'm just blessed like I said, that they uh, you know, somehow picked me and they let me hang out in the backseat and, and just watch what they do and let me go along for the ride. You know, these guys are you know, anybody could look looked under Ferrari, you know, I'm just blessed that, you know, each one that each one is so special to me. Each one has an amazing, you know, family.
0: Last but not least, I'd like to thank you for the time, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Thanks so much, bro.
1: No okay. problem. I appreciate it, man. Have an awesome day, bro. You too, coach. Alright, peace. Alright, you got You too.
0: This video is brought to you by Cracker Jack Stadium, located on 620 Niagara Street, Welland, Ontario. First of all, I'd like to give a huge shout out to Brad Noise. This video wouldn't be possible without you. For more information, you can visit their website at crackerjackstadium.com, email them at cars at or even call their number at 289-820-5453. Once again, that's 289-820-5453. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, you can send me an email at behindthegrind905 at gmail.com, Or even send me a direct message on Instagram at BehindTheGrindOfficial. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Behind The Grind. Peace.